Welcome to Longhorn Lab Report. I'm Julianne Hodges, Science and Tech Editor. And I'm Morgan Keeler, one of the podcast directors here at The Daily Texan. This past weekend, the American Association for the Advancement of Science, or AAAS, held their annual meeting in Austin, sponsored by UT. Scientists from all over the world came to talk about topics ranging from astronomy to biology. The conference concluded with a lecture on Sunday night by former Vice President Joe Biden about advancing cancer research. PhD student Spencer Fox is using an unorthodox source of data to research seasonal flu patterns, social media. Fox draws data from Twitter by looking at hashtags and tweets that indicate that someone has the flu. His research aims to predict the behavior of flu patterns in order to help medical professionals and public health officials prepare for the flu. Earlier this month, the fictional doctors of TV medical drama Grey's Anatomy featured a real-life invention by UT researchers. The MassSpec pen, a handheld device developed by UT chemistry professor Livia Shivanato Eberlin, can identify cancer cells in living tissue within seconds. In the show, a doctor proposed the mass spec pen as part of a contest looking for innovative ideas to improve surgery. Next, reporter Larissa Harold sat down with Professor Mike Ryan to talk about his research on mating calls. If you're mourning a missed opportunity on Valentine's Day, you may be comforted to learn that we aren't the only ones struggling. Last week, I sat down with Dr. Michael Ryan, professor in zoology, to talk about his new book, A Taste for the Beautiful, The Evolution of Attraction. His area of research is in animal communication, specifically sexual communication in frogs. Just to give you some background, there's about 6,000 species of frogs, and they all call, and every call, every species has its own call, and every female's brain is organized, so the Uh, the call of their species is perceived as more attractive. He describes the intricacies of the mating calls of the frog he studies, the Tungara. Uh, With the frogs that we study, mostly they have a mating call that the first part of it is a whine. It sounds like this. And they can make a whine by itself. And the females are attracted to it. So we can bring the females in the lab. We do this work in Panama. We can play them sounds from speakers, and they hop right up to the speakers if they want to mate with what they think is the male inside. So if a female hears a whine, she'll go to the whine. But in the field, what she, if a male's by himself, he's calling, yeah, yeah. But then they can also add on to their calls these chucks. They sound like, yeah. So if a male's calling by himself, yeah, and if I or anybody says to him, yeah, they answer, yeah, ow. And then if you say, yeah, ow, they say, yeah, ow, ow. If you say, yeah, ow, ow, they say, yeah, ow, ow. And they can make up to seven of these chunks. That's the most we've ever heard, that we've ever recorded. He worked with his group to determine why the males make these sounds. You know how what it's doing in the females brain and they have two ears. We have one. They have two ears. The whine excites one of the ear and that tells the female it's the right species and it goes to the brain. That tells the females it's the right species. The chuck excites another ear. Females show a strong preference for whine chuck. So great, make a chuck, get a mate. Except they don't all do it because there's just one small problem. And then that's the answer up there. He points at a picture behind him, 
A bat is swooping down on its prey, the Tungara frog. The bat eats frogs, which is unusual enough, but this bat finds the frogs by homing in on their mating calls. So you can probably guess what happens. Yeah. If so how do the conflicting effects of mating displays play out? Peacock's tail, that's fixed. You know, it doesn't get shorter mm -hmm. if there's uh, foxes around and get mm -hmm. longer. So with those, with the peacock's tail, what we assume is they evolve to reach some equilibrium between the advantages of attracting mates and the costs of attracting predators or just the metabolic cost mm -hmm. to grow the tails and maintain the tails. This begins to explain why sexual selection has proven to be a roadblock in understanding natural selection as Darwin conceived it. These traits are not favored for survivorship. So then he sees all these animals like a peacock with its huge tail and bright colors on f fishes and songs and birds and frogs and crickets and you know fancy um, ornaments in mammals. So Darwin wrote a letter to this botanist and he said every time something like every time I gaze at a peacock's feather it makes me sick. Despite this, a taste for beauty comes from Darwin, because Dr. Ryan sees his work as picking up where Darwin left off, just 150 years late. England, this is in Victorian England, and the idea that, uh, that the females could drive the evolution of males, and especially to make them harm themselves with these traits, was just really hard to accept. So some historians of science think that's what, that might be the main reason that people didn't accept Darwin's idea. The book came out in time for Valentine's Day, and Dr. Ryan says there's an important message to be learned from it. So I think that, you know, it sounds like a Valentine's message, this, this view of beauty in the brains of the, of the beholder predicts that there are a, a lot of the diversity in our race, in our species, should be found beautiful by different, there's as much diversity in what we, what we appreciate as beauty. There will be a book signing at Book People on Saturday, February 24th at 2 p.m. As Dr. Ryan showed, no matter how complicated it may be for us to find that special someone, attracting a mate for frogs is a totally different animal. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Longhorn Lab Report. Be sure to subscribe to Longhorn Lab Report and all of our other podcasts on SoundClouds, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Texan Podcast. You can find this and more news at DailyTexanOnline.com. And hey, if you happen to be a frog looking for your princess, we'll leave you with your new favorite pickup line. If you say, yeah, ow, they say, yeah, ow, ow. If you say, yeah, ow, they say, yeah, ow, ow.